Get ready for me to butcher a lot of foreign words. Yeah, as long as he didn't make up those words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> did you see him opening up his like MD book? <laughs> Thank you, capitalism. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's one complicated deduction. Yeah. 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 Beautiful and terrifying. Yes. yes. As we all aspire to be. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quizmaster presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are finishing up Rainbow Month with this last episode where Tanner is our quiz master. Hi, everyone. Yeah, and he is going to be doing a Find the Fake episode on color etymologies. So color name etymologies, so the history of the name. But one of the etymologies he presents to us, he has invented. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Soups, in trying to figure out which one it is. So let's jump right in with the low-hanging fruit. Great. Okay. Which word comes from a different source out of these four. Blanco, Biawe, Branco, and White. These color words all refer to the same color. Yes. So three of them are from the same linguistic source, and the fourth one is not. So which one is the odd one out? White. It's white. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly right. The other three, if you go back far enough, they come from Proto-Indo-European. The word for shiny or bright was bell. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, those languages were Spanish, Blanco, Biawe is Polish, and Branco is Portuguese. Yes. Okay. I think that's very interesting that colors can tell us so much about our own language's history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very excited for this. Yeah. yeah. So today, get ready for me to butcher a lot of foreign words. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. All right. Fact number one. Amarillo in Spanish comes from bile. Ooh. You mean like the bile juice in liver? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. And that's the connection to yellow? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. My Spanish teacher did not <laughs> share this fact with yeah. me. She didn't mention that. Yeah. No. yeah. Bile is yellowish. Yeah. So amarillo means yellow in Spanish. And the eo ending means that it's a diminutive. Right. So it's something smaller. Mm-hmm. Whatever amaro meant or whatever that is. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so apparently it comes from vulgar Latin amarellus for yellowish or pale. And this itself is a diminutive mm-hmm. of amarus, which was Latin for bitter. Okay. And you can Ooh. see this in the current Spanish word amargo. It means bitter. Yeah. And so this connection between yellow, bitter, and bile seems to be because of the idea of humors. Mm-hmm. So the four humors of the body, one of them was yellow bile. Right. And it was said to give people a bitter personality. Yeah. Ah. And yeah. so the bitterness, whether that's of a personality or if it's taste. Like literally of, the taste. Like yeah. vomit and bile mm-hmm. coming up. Whichever way that goes, it was associated with yellow. Mm-hmm. And so some linguists think that in the Spanish language, this was taken for the word for yellow. Wow. Okay. So they went internal to look for inspiration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is really interesting because the Romans had more words for yellow than like English does. Mm-hmm. They distinguished the spectrum that we just call yellow right. in different ways. They broke it up into smaller categories. And that's like where you see jaune in French is the French word for yellow is related to jaundice, which mm-hmm. is the condition with your liver mm-hmm. where you literally turn yellow. Yeah. yeah. That's why it makes sense that yellow is something that has gone from like the human body is something Mm -hmm. physically that you could see like Mm -hmm. the change happening. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. right. Being yellow is clearly sick. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's logical. Sure. Yeah, yeah. as long as he didn't make up those words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> did you see him opening up his like MD books? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. Okay. Seems pretty persuasive. Yeah. Okay. Fact number two. Japanese children learned the word for green as midori from imported Crayola crayons. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so they have a new word for green. Yeah. In traffic lights in Japan, they don't really have a word for green. Okay. Kind of makes sense. Sure, because we talked about like the spectrum of light. Mm-hmm. You can break it up in many ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Midori is an actual Japanese word and it means like new shoot or new bud. Mm-hmm. So it is green like right. plants, mm-hmm. but it's a much newer word than the word for blue. Mm-hmm. And so this gets at green and blue. Where do you draw the distinction? Mm-hmm. And so apparently over two thirds of the world's languages use one word for green and blue. What in English we call green and blue. Yeah, exactly. And so this concept is called gru in English. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ancient Japan had four color words, white, black, red, and ao. Okay. But they were more like collections of shades, mm-hmm. not distinct colors. And so if something's bluish or greenish, it would fall under this word. They were called ao. So the green light on traffic and green apples, mm-hmm. these use the word ao. But if you translated it literally, it would be blue light yeah. and blue apple. Right. right. So then around the year 1000, a new word started popping up, this midori, which was related to plants and vegetation. But it was considered within ao. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 1917, the first Crayola crayons are imported into Japan. And they have to label what color this crayon is that to us looks green. Right. And then right next to it is a blue. And so they put a name Midori on the green and Ao on the blue. And so children, when they're learning their colors, they s- distinguish these even further because of these Crayola crayons. Okay. You know, you're drawing your yeah. rainbow yeah. and you mm-hmm. use Midori, even though maybe your parents called that Ao. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now it's become more common. Everyone just says Midori for green. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. So it's not that Crayola made up the color, but the Japanese kids, like an entire generation, learned that as green from these. Learning that as a separate color from the other one. That's the idea. Yeah. It's just separating them. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, yeah. Yeah. And very fast. Like language doesn't usually change that quick. And for something so fundamental as color. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. If that's true, that's very interesting. (laughs) Especially not only into just sort of distinguishing, but to Mm -hmm. be using in daily things other than describing crayons. Mm -hmm. Right. Such a weird cultural legacy of like the US, like my culture. Like it's like, thank you, capitalism, (laughs) I guess. Like it's so, it's so weird to think of something as simple as like you just start a business for crayons and you had to label them. Now you've changed an entire language. Like that's astounding. If real. I don't know if you're playing off of this, because anytime Japan comes up, especially from a white dude, (laughs) you always have to be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do know about Gru and like this whole concept. So that's Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. It definitely sounds believable to me, but this crayon part sounds very fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And we still have two more. That's right. (laughs) Fact number three. Jade comes from Spanish for stone to cure flank pain. Okay. Okay, so you mean the adjective we use to describe a color. Yeah, jade green. Refers to a stone. Right. Which is a noun called jade. Yes. And that name came from a stone to cure flank paint. Yes. Great. Exactly. Okay. 
So jade is a very bright, polished stone that's semi-precious, usually grayish green or slightly bluish. And so the color comes from the color of the stone. So it's owl? It's definitely, (laughs) definitely owl. Okay. And so in English, we call it jade. And this comes from French, le jade. Okay. This came from Spanish. Mm -hmm. The phrase was piedra de hijada. So jade from hijada. So the flank pain part is the jade part. Jade part. part. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They dropped the piedra, which means stone. Yeah. (laughs) And hijada is thought to come from the Latin word ileus, which was severe colic or Mm. pain on your side or your flank. So stone for flank pain, jade. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's one complicated deduction yeah. of yeah. Yeah. the yeah. name of the color. Yes. A yeah. lot of times, like in etymologies, you're just yeah. like, what a journey. <laughs> what a journey this word took. Yeah. We dropped the important part. Yeah. Right. So it's really literally like flank pain is what we call the stone. Yes. So it's from Ilius, so like yeah. you're hip or side. Right, which yeah. even in current medical context, you can say someone has ileus. Okay. So again, we're talking about bile. Yeah. 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 Wow. The reason that this got connected and why it was in Spanish was early Spanish conquerors saw peoples in the places where they went holding pieces of jade to their sides. Mm. And they said that this was curing their aches and pains. Okay. Oh. And so they're like, oh, okay. Piedra de hijada. I get mm. it. Okay. Wow. And then we have an extra layer here. Yeah. So the Spanish had a word for side pain. Yes. From Latin. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the stone isn't really from Europe. No. Right. So the Spanish had this word for side pain. Yes. And then they saw people in other parts of the world using the stone exactly. for their side pain. Exactly. And then they named the stone based on that, which makes sense because that means clearly they didn't already have a name for this stone. Right. Otherwise they would use that name. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why they're borrowing this name. Wow. Just for this color. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the specific green. Yeah. That is interesting that you made up. (laughs) (laughs) Fact number four. Onyx comes from Nyx, the Greek goddess of night. Okay. That makes total sense. Onyx is black. Right. Onyx is a blackish stone, very, very dark, almost greenish black. And it usually has bands of black and white. It's a relatively rare gemstone. And it's found in Greece, Central Europe, India, Pakistan, Australia, Madagascar, even the U.S., all over the place. And for those who don't know, Nyx is a very, very old Greek goddess. And she's kind of more than a goddess. She's the concept of night. Mm -hmm. So she was around before Zeus and all of those gods. She gave birth to sleep and death. And in the Iliad, Zeus is afraid of her. (laughs) The god of sleep, Hypnos, makes Zeus mad. And instead of Zeus taking it out on Hypnos... Hypnos runs to his mom and then Zeus is like, okay, fine. I'm not going to hurt you because <laughs> your mom is scary. Oh. <laughs> okay. So what does that have to do with the color? So this connection with darkness mm-hmm. led to the connection between this relatively rare stone with bands of black and white. And so this distinction between lightness and darkness. In some of the Greek writings I found, they say, oh, Nyx. And so they're beseeching her. Okay. In Greek? Mm-hmm. They use these stones as sort of a connection to night. And so Onyx became the word for that stone. Which is the color in Pokemon. <laughs> That's also a Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tanner has to get a Pokemon. <laughs> He's always trying to just slide that in there. Okay. So we're talking about a black color. And it's used in Greek right now, this word. Like modern Greek. I don't think it's their general word for all blacks. But it's okay. the word for that stone. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Mm. 
That's interesting. Sounds right to me. Sure, right. <laughs> So those are my four colors. Okay, so we we went on quite the journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. A real odyssey over here. <laughs> yes. But we have to guess which one is alive. So, Tanner, can you repeat your four colors for us so we can figure it out? Sure. Fact number one. Amarillo, in Spanish, comes from bile. Fact number two. Japanese children learned the word for green as midori from imported Crayola crayons. Fact number three. Jade comes from Spanish for the stone to cure flank pain. And fact number four. Onyx comes from Nyx, the Greek goddess of night. One of those is totally fake. Oh boy. What are you thinking? Between two and four. Okay, yes. I am thinking four. Yeah. Because the oh, whatever. Is that Greek? Mm. That's English. Yeah. That's why I asked, like, you know, if, if they use it, something about that is like, no, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he was looking up jade and it was a stone. And then he was like, oh, onyx is a stone. And I think this nix is a weird word. Like this combination mm-hmm. of letters is very yep. strange. And so it'd be easy to put them together. And then you're like, oh, Nyx is a goddess of night and Onyx is black. So it's a name for black. Yep. But then like, where'd the O come from? And where, why is sardonyx a word? So I think it's four. Yeah. Yeah. But I see where you would think two, because like we said, mm-hmm. it's always dangerous when we talk always. about Japan. <laughs> always. Japan is a good place to lie because I think anything you say about Japan can sound true. I know. I think one in three we can be relatively confident about their history. Yeah, the thing about the bile, they're both about bile, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. The first one is very persuasive to me. And then the third one, like, I don't think he made that up. Yeah. It would be too much work for him to make that up. <laughs> that is a complicated journey yeah. we went on. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But just to maximize our chances, I'm going to go with number two. I'm going to say number four. All right. So we have fact number two being the Japanese green And fact number four being the black onyx. The made-up color origin is fact number four, onyx. So the truth is that onyx comes from Greek for fingernail. Oh. So the naming of the stone comes from the black and white bands. And so apparently it had a resemblance to a fingernail. And oniko, onyx, is the Greek for nail or claw. And so Mm -hmm. it came to mean this stone. Okay. And you can see it nowadays in some medical terms, like nail fungus is called onychomycosis. Mm -hmm. Okay. So onyx has nothing to do with the Greek goddess. No, no, it doesn't. They did invoke her sometimes. (laughs) Oh, nix or oh, nox. But that's the English version. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's the translation. And Zeus was, is that part right? Zeus was afraid of. That is true. It's in the Iliad. Yes, that is true. Okay. And this, she was the Greek goddess of night. She, she was, was very not scary. To be trifled with. Yeah. Beautiful and terrifying. Yes. yes yeah. As we all aspire to be. So the ancient Greek word for black was actually melanos. You can see the connection with melanin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That was really interesting. That was. Yeah. So fingernail is the truth, <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah. Well, I should have known. Yeah, I should have known. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Room podcast. We are finishing up Rainbow Month with this episode. And next month, we are very excited because our next episode is our 100th episode. So we're going to be celebrating the number 100 all month long. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, thanks for listening. Andy nerding out.